Botarji, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Brazil Crypto Report podcast. Today, I'm joined by Henan Hamus, who heads up business development in the Latam region for Deribit, which is the world's largest crypto derivatives trading platform. Welcome, Henan. Thanks for joining. Thank you. Thank you, Aaron. Uh, it's a pleasure uh, being here. Just wanted to say before we start that uh, I've been uh, following Brazilian Crypto Report for, for a while now, and uh, you've been doing a great job. Really nice to have a nice, compilated information. And for those who don't follow a Brazilian Crypto Report, just do. It's a very good place to find very good information. So, yeah. Great. Well, thanks for the kind words. Appreciate that. Always good to have a loyal reader on, on the show here. So thank you so much. Why don't you give us a bit of an introduction, just yourself, how you got into crypto, how you got into uh, working for Deribit. I actually started, first time I heard about crypto and Bitcoin was back in 2016. I think that like everyone else, I didn't make a purchase. <laughs> I thought it was a bit uh, too risky uh, and it was indeed. But you know, the higher the risk, the higher the return. Actually, didn't want to take the risk, and I didn't take the return. <laughs> um, so yeah, but it was it was it was back when I was working for a multinational tech company. I was working alongside with the blockchain team in there, and that was the first time I heard about it. Um, my background is actually finance, so I really I've always liked the traditional financial market, and that's when I actually started working with uh, with options. Uh, on the traditional market, did some trading um, on my own with my own assets and for the financial uh, market as well uh, on the side. So back in 2019 was when I first bought my first Satoshi, first uh, Bitcoin. And then from there, because I had this background on the traditional market, I just wanted to find somewhere where I could use uh, my my traditional uh, market knowledge, you know, make good, good use on the crypto space. So I started looking for options platform, and I found Deribit. Actually, I was a was a client, a Deribit client before I started working for Deribit. So um, I actually started doing some trades here and there, um, and it worked really well. The market was, you know, um, on the favor, on our favor. Well, after a while, I. I actually saw the opportunity on Twitter. That's actually something that uh, people usually go crazy about it. They go, wow, you, you got a job on Twitter. That's that's super nice. And, and yeah, that's that's a new world, right? And yeah, I saw the job opening on Twitter. I DM there a bit. I was actually trading there a bit. Uh, of course, they tested me. They knew, they saw that I was uh, an active trader and I, I, I had knowledge of the of what I was saying. I was actually promoting their bit to all of my friends for free. So I just thought I might as well get paid to do the same thing I'm doing it right, right now. So yeah, that's how, how everything started. It's been uh, it's been nine months that I joined their bit uh, in the crypto space. Nine months feels like nine years. <laughs> We've seen an all-time high like twice already. But yeah, I've been uh, I've been in the crypto space uh for, for quite some time now since uh 2019. Oh, awesome! So you're the you're actually the second person I've interviewed on this podcast who's gotten a job on uh, from Twitter. Oh yeah, yeah Antonio from FTX. Yeah, that's how he ended up getting his job with FTX. Is SBF just started following him randomly? He just pinged SBF, DM'd him, and then Sam just offered him a job, and then he, now he's the the Brazil guy for us for FTX. <laughs> So that's nice. You got jobs nowadays, right? So <laughs> yeah, so no, I didn't. I thought I was going to be the first one, so no, apparently not. 
<laughs> so let's let's talk chat a bit about about Deribit. And just for those who may not know, I mean Deribit's you know it's been around for a while. It's by by pretty much by far and away the largest crypto options trading platform by volume by by volume of, of Bitcoin options, but of ETH options, you know, way higher volumes than like you know largest competitors like OKX, Binance, LedgerX, CME in the U.S. Maybe kind of walk us through just a bit like what are the products that Deribit offers on the platform? And then also a bit more color on like, where's all this trading volume coming from? Like who is, who's using this platform? Just to give you a little bit of a background here, uh, Deribit is a derivative platform only. So uh, that's the difference when we, when we compare uh, Binance, FTX, and those other um, exchanges, they all have uh, um, spot options as well and we don't we only have derivatives so when i when i say derivatives we're talking about options futures and perpetual perpetual is actually something that we do not find in the traditional market um that's a crypto native sort of uh, of an of an, an instrument and which is quite nice um regarding your question about uh, where the volume comes from uh we in our platform um our client base are 80 percent um, institutional and 20%, uh, you know, click traders. So um, when we talk about their bit, um, most of our clients are hedge funds, uh, other exchanges, um, prop trading firms, um, high frequency traders, all with traders, quant traders. So um, basically the, the big players who can ARB just uh, place a non-directional position and, and make profit, even though it's uh, um, it's a small profit. Of course, we have the hedge funds as well, making making some some higher profits. But in uh, the majority, the majority of our clients are, are institutional, and that's what I, I wanted you know to to be clear. But that's not because we we only target um, institutional players. It's just because of the complexity of the of the platform. So we're talking about uh, as you just mentioned. Um, 90, 90, we, we have over 90% of market share when it comes to option. So we're quite large, something like two, from two to five uh, billion dollars daily turnover, turnover in the platform. So it's quite high. Most of that is because we do a pretty good job when it, when it comes to, to reputation and trust. So uh, we need to make sure that the system performs. So uh, we have a lot of market making makers uh, sending thousands of updates per second, um, and it has to be pretty pretty nice um, as fast as possible in order for the market makers to be shown the proper prices, uh, but also for for you know for, for protection, um, so that they can you know the most updated quotes on the screen. Um, and from pro processing perspective, we're the fastest one out there as well. But you know we want to keep expanding in our capacity. We actually have just announced that we are going to launch uh, Multicast, which is a solution for co-located co and uh, trust-connected clients only. It improves latency drastically um, over 20 times, and especially for those um, ARB players. This is almost like Michael Lewis, Flash Boys kind of stuff, like HFT folks who are really, I mean, the co-location, like the location of your servers becomes a critical kind of competitive advantage in the, when you're, when you're, you're basically competing for extremely small increments in price, at least as, as far as I 
understand it. I read the book, but I don't really, I'm not HFT expert by any means, but I found the book to be pretty, pretty interesting. Maybe talk a bit about the types of products that you're, that Deribit offers. Obviously you have futures options, which are both products that are available in, in traditional markets as well. And then perpetuals, which you mentioned, which is sometimes when people say like, oh, there's no real innovation in crypto. It's just kind of copying and pasting concepts from traditional finance. This is actually like a new innovation that doesn't that doesn't really have a parallel in traditional finance. Uh, maybe talk a bit about, I mean, maybe even for folks who might not be super well-versed on the derivatives, like what's kind of the difference between an option or a future? And then what is this perpetual product and why is it? Yeah, all of those are contracts. So just to be, you know, really simple, uh, use simple terms. They're all contracts. Each of the each of those are different contracts. Um, when when we're talking about futures, uh, we have a specific date where the um, where the contract will expire. Um, and if you're longing, well, Bitcoin, and on a specific date, you're going to to be exercised or you're you're going to make some money. So that's that's future. That's pretty simple. Perpetual doesn't have an expiry date. It does have a a little cost which is higher than the future, um, but it doesn't have an expired date. So you can just, uh, as the name say, uh, say you can actually stay uh, in the position for as long as you, um, as you can. But, you know, uh, if it goes against your, 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 the direction you're betting on, you might get liquidated uh, before, or, or maybe uh, you just will exit the position because uh, you're not making that much profit. But just a little step back um, on that, I think it's important to mention that on the traditional market, it, I think the, the the main difference between options and futures on the on the crypto space and the traditional space is that we have inverse products um, versus linear products on the traditional space. And what that means is that um, it's like we're trading futures and options, Tesla shares with Tesla shares. So the collateral uh, is actually the, the underlying asset. So it means that the Bitcoin, for instance, for Bitcoin or Ethereum, uh, the coin is actually what we're getting. So uh, it, the margin will move with the, the underlying. So um, if, you, if you buy a call, for instance, um, a naked call, um, and the market starting to starts to go uh, on your favor, starts to go up, you will get uh, your call will start to to um, appreciate and your margin will start to increase as well because your your uh, your margin is in Bitcoin. So you're you're by definition, you're already Bitcoin long um, because you need the Bitcoin uh, in order for you to trade. So that's, um, that's one of the difference between the, the traditional market, uh, from the traditional market to the, the crypto space. And that's something that quite a few players, uh, don't quite understand when they start to, to trade on the crypto space. And that's, that's quite nice. So a dumb question, but like, since US, a stable coin like USDC is obviously intended to be stable value, why would anyone want to purchase an option on the, the value of USDC? Or, or, or what's, the, what's the play here as far as a product or derivatives product around, around USDC? Yeah, the USDC is actually used as a collateral. So um, just like you, you use uh, US dollars to buy um, Tesla shares or Petro shares, or you, you use the real to buy uh, you know, uh, any other asset, uh, you're, you're going to use the USDC as a collateral because it's just easier for institutional players to understand because you just won't move 
uh, the margin won't move. It will be a little more steady in comparison to to the, to Bitcoin or Ethereum. So it's actually just the the, the collateral, meaning that the margin. Um, so it's USDC uh, dash Bitcoin or USDC dash um, uh, Ethereum or whatever. So there are quite a few altcoins in there. So USDC is just a collateral. Uh, we have launched eight. Uh, outcoins in our platform, Luna, Cardano, um, Solana, um, Polkadot, a few others, an opportunity for, for traders to play with, with volatility as well. So meaning that traders can use all these tokens as collateral to take out a position on a, a Bitcoin or an ETH denominated option, basically. Is that... Actually, they, they can only use the USDC as a collateral or they can use the, the Bitcoin, they're trading Bitcoin, uh, Ethereum, if they're trading Ethereum. Uh, but when we're talking about the other altcoins, they use the USDC as a collateral, yeah. Okay, got it, got it. Okay, so they can use USDC as collateral to take out an option uh, an option position on the price of Solana, for instance. That's that's what you're you're getting at. Right, right, right. We're just, it's just not, not options because we only offer perpetual for those kind of uh, instruments, but uh, you got the idea, yeah. So for Bitcoin ETH, it's it's the full suite, and then for these other all full suite of of options, futures, then perps, and then for these other altcoins, you're offering it uh, just with just with perpetual contracts, basically. Correct, correct. You got it. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, obviously check. not much of a of a derivatives guy, so this is. But I've, it's one <laughs> I want to learn more about. So this, this is a good excuse for me to learn. Well, let's let's shift gears here a little bit and let's talk a bit about your work in Brazil and, and Latin America more broadly, I guess, as it's relevant. So you're responsible for business development. Maybe give us a bit of color on just like kind of what your day job is and also, you know, what inroads Deribit has made into the region and what, you know, kind of the roadmap is uh, moving forward. So as a business developer, I get to go to quite a few events, talk to a lot of people, talk to a lot of hedge funds. What, what I do is basically I onboard clients. Um, I talk to clients, show them uh, what we do. And, and one good thing to mention is that Quite a few funds on the traditional market are starting to, to trade uh, crypto, which is really nice, more and more every day. The core job is talking to clients uh, on a daily basis. Um, Marketing-wise, uh, of course, we, especially here in Brazil, we have to be careful uh, because of uh, some regulations um, as we can't really promote Brazilian audience. But yeah, what we do is... Uh, when people are interested, um, I make sure I'm there to to let them let them know how everything works. So we don't do uh, much of a aggressive marketing as regulation doesn't allow us to do, um, like sponsor events and, and that kind of thing. Um, but uh, and talking about Latin America, when it goes out. Of Brazil, for instance, last year we we sponsored an event in in El Salvador, um, La Bitconf, uh, and all of the other exchanges were there. Um, you know, Binance, FTX, uh, you name it. Uh, they were all in there, um, and we were there as well because there were a regulation. Uh, uh, it was more friendly uh, towards crypto players on a daily basis. That's pretty much it. I, I talk to clients, uh, new and, and new clients. And also I, I make partnership with, with, uh, you know, exchanges and, and brokers. Uh, we've, uh, we've recently 
partnered with uh, with uh, Nilogica uh, Vertex. Uh, it's a it's a Brazilian broker, and you know we're going to offer we're going to be able to offer Deribit through their their uh, their service. So it's uh, it's quite nice. Um, here and there we can uh, uh, we can um, make a difference, um, and for especially for the Brazilian population, I know that derivatives is a uh, difficult topic. Um, especially when it comes to to options, but I do know that options is something is something that uh, especially Brazilians um, they really like and they they keen to the to to learn. Um, and I just wanted to talk to to all the Brazilian audience and let them know that we're going to have a free um, course, free options course um, sponsored by Deribit. Uh, it's going to be both. And our platform and, um, and on YouTube, um, we already have that course available uh, in English, uh, but we are going. We're working on translating it to to Portuguese, uh, so that people can, uh, the Brazilian audience especially, can can you know uh, get a grasp of uh, what crypto options are and uh, can can trade uh, uh, with uh, with knowledge. So we we'd rather have our clients uh you know uh, understanding what everything is and 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 staying in the, in the platform uh rather than you know trading once and losing all their money because they don't understand what they're doing so yeah we, we it's for us it's a lot better to 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 have this free contact content um and um uh, i gotta say it's 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 looking really nice uh, it's from basic to advanced, okay. so a great opportunity for for people to understand. It, it, it go it starts really basic, so yeah. Okay, great. So yeah, I, I definitely need to take this course then because I need to brush up on my my derivative knowledge. <laughs> and I piggybacks nicely into my next question here, which is really kind of focusing like like your you know user base and your customer profiles like specific to the Brazil Latam region. I mean, obviously, as we've kind of alluded to, like there's there's a big push happening right now to onboard new users and, you know, really getting people to like purchase their first crypto. You know, there's a pretty big delta here between like learning what Bitcoin is for the first time, buying your first Bitcoin and then, uh, you know, trading uh, Bitcoin perpetuals on, uh, on Deribit, right? I mean, I know we've talked a bit about, you know, you're more kind of institutional focused than perhaps other exchanges operating in the region, but maybe talk a bit about like, what is your customer profile for the region? And like, who are the folks that are currently using this platform in Brazil? And and who are those folks you're looking to onboard? And obviously you don't have to name any like specific names, but just like kind of generally speaking, who are you, you targeting here? As a, a retail profile, I would say that it's those that already trade options on a traditional market. So something a little bit like me uh, in the past. So I used to trade options on a traditional market, went to, to the crypto space and started trading. Um, it was just a normal move because that's something I already knew. Um, so players that uh, are on a traditional market uh, who already understand options uh, and futures, how everything works, they will be amazed by the volatility because, you know, uh, in, in our platform, uh, options in general, uh, you can actually get exposure to the volatility only without getting exposure to, to Bitcoin or Ethereum. 
so if you you know <laughs> every crypto person knows that the crypto market is quite volatile so you uh you can you know get exposure to vols buy or sell vol which is always a, a good strategy when it comes to to people we're targeting so number one for retail uh would be the person who already understands the option market on the traditional market and wants to to get to know the crypto space number two of course hedge funds in general so there are quite a few funds that are they, it's it's just organic they they come to to us because they're trying new strategies they're always a good target and when i talk funds i talk i talk about the the, the traditional market funds if you go on your xp account or your btg account or one of those banks and see uh look for for investment fund in there and click uh on a on a crypto one that's the one that we're targeting that would, that would be something like the the number two one uh, savvy traders in general um and also here we don't have uh those much but uh prop trading firms high frequency traders which is hft as you as you mentioned uh before so high fre- frequency traders are some of the best uh clients for us um and also here in brazil especially here in brazil Uh, for the treasury quite a few of the exchanges the local exchanges they they use their bid for for the treasury so uh to to hedge their exposure to bitcoin because they have to you know to to pay in dollar or real if if it's the case um so they they hedge their exposure with uh, with their bid and with other players as as well but uh, it's it's hedging position with option uh it's usually uh, cheaper it's you know, it's uh, it's a lot it's a lot smarter to to use options than, than any other uh um derivative um and that's probably why um we have such high volume when it comes to um to um to options as as we were saying um i'm not sure if you mentioned that if you if you asked that or not but um some people think that uh because we're a derivatives uh platform um most of our clients are uh speculative uh, clients you know uh, looking for for the 100 times move uh but that's actually not true um we 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 most of our clients are quite savvy uh to be honest savvy traders and that's um that's how uh, experienced traders uh work um of course if you go to the futures uh you will see a lot of the a lot of uh unexperienced uh traders that are trying to to get a grasp of uh what everything is um and there's nothing wrong with that it's 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 fine to 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 be a newbie uh, you you get a start from from somewhere right um but um when it comes to option uh even for you to to make a purchase of a simple naked call um if you don't understand you can't even uh start the the process of of buying a naked call so uh it's 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 nice to to to, to work with people um who already understand the market but also uh, but also um uh, we all we always offer the the uh possibility uh understanding and learning the market because uh it's just a matter of time until people uh, really get it so yeah sure yeah i think that's one of the points i wanted to ask about anyways is that 
crypto sort of derivatives options, you know, leverage trading platforms have kind of come under a lot of scrutiny lately. I mean, you have these platforms offering, you know, 100x leverage and all these sorts of things. Yeah. And you look at that, and you're like, okay, that seems a little excessive. Like, why would anybody need 100x leverage? But then you, and then it's created some kind of negative headlines. Like these things are just casino. People are getting liquidated left and right. If you look at the data and you look at what people are actually doing on these platforms, you know, the amount of, I mean, I think even Sam Bankman-Fried and, and CZ have kind of been in defense, have spoken up in defense of this, where, you know, they're like, look, like we offer these, but like most people do not use these products. <laughs> that's, that's true. And that's true. That's what it, I, I was about to say that in our platform, we actually use to, to offer that to the, the 100, 125 X uh, leverage. But to be honest, nobody used the those kind of leverage. So uh, it's just for marketing, to be honest. Right. Yeah. So it's just, it's kind of a gimmick to get. So it's not so sophisticated traders, like the folks that you are targeting or using your platform or, you know, they, they look at that and they're like, that's, that's insane. I mean, I will say, I think it was from our marketing. I mean, it seems successful in a marketing uh, context because you're able to get people, it was able to get people on the platform, but then you get it, just the some of the the image uh, ramifications of it, where you had you know like Bitmex was being accused of just kind of liquidating its own customers and all this kind of stuff, trading against its own customers to liquidate people, you know, you know just not not the best look overall, I guess. Well, that's why the the market regulate. Uh, I feel like the market regulate itself, right? So um, Binance started to Binance and then FTX and then there are a bit quite a few of the um, almost every uh, derivative exchange. Uh, or exchanges uh, that offer derivative products uh, started to cut the the leverage uh, from 125 to uh, 100, and then to 50, and then to 25, and it's just a, a normal uh, process of, uh, of um, regular uh, market regulation, right? So it, there's no one telling us what to do. We know what's right to right. Uh, yeah. something. It's it's well, and I, th I think it goes to show that a, a lot of people, the the user base of these platforms, Arabit included, is really these aren't folks who are here just to sort of speculate on the price, right? It's not just casino, you know, this casino that you know platform that people are like, you know, just throwing crazy amounts of money around on. But it's the people that are using it are there for more. It's more. It's hedging. It's treasury management. It's a bit more like sophisticated users who are. Who are trading here, and they have they, they have motivations beyond just kind of like gambling, basically. <laughs> definitely, no, definitely, definitely. Oh, and and don't get me wrong, there, there are always uh, people, um, you know, uh, especially the retail traders wanting to to you know make some some hundred x uh, profit uh, and losing most of their asset. There are always uh, players doing that, um, especially with futures. Um, but, um, that's not the majority of the, of the clients. Yeah. So, so our, um, intent, we feel like it's, uh, it's our job is to, to educate people, right. So, so that they don't make those mistakes. Um, so, uh, that's why we offer the courses, uh, both in English and in Portuguese. We actually have it in other languages as well, in Chinese and, and, and Spanish. So uh, our goal is to, to have uh, educated folks, educated uh, clients, so that they don't uh, fall uh, on those mistakes um, and you know stop trading uh, derivatives because they, they lost all of their money, right? It's important. I mean, it kind of speaks to the need for education around around these types of products, which is why I'm I'm encouraged to hear that you're you know doing this course and making this available in different languages. Because you know, I, I mean, I'm kind of a firm believer 
And, you know, a lot of other people who are been around the industry for a long time, like when they're talking to new folks coming in and it's like, whatever you do, like if you're going to do leverage trading of any capacity, like you need to understand what you're doing. If you don't know what you're doing, you probably shouldn't do it because you're probably going to lose everything. (laughs) So like, no, that's true. That's you know, so maybe true. not the best marketing for your platform, but like it's it's like what's one of these things where if you got to know what you're doing. Yeah, no, but but that, but that's true. I totally agree with that. I actually totally totally agree with that. As I was saying, if the person doesn't know what they're doing, uh, they're actually going to lose all their money, and they they, they tend not to trade derivatives anymore. That's why we actually offer the course. Uh, we 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 want actually educated people so that they they you know know how to protect themselves if the market is, is going down, for instance. Um, they can hedge their positions. Um, you know, they can uh, simply buy a put and, and not be that much exposed um, because there are some people who think that just holding, uh, you know, hold their, their, their Bitcoin forever is, is a good strategy. And it could be if you don't have the money, if you don't need the money, the, that part of the money for, for that specific money, for that specific time. Uh, but um, if you do, uh, you, well, you have to have another strategy, right? If you're, if you're, if you're an asset manager, uh, you have to have a strategy uh, to, you know, to, to stop your, um, your position to, to, from going down. So, um, and those strategies you only learn if you're, you know, if you're educated. Um, so yeah, that's that's why it's uh, it's always always a good uh, good marketing. Yeah. <laughs> um, even even when people uh, talk talk about you know you can you can lose all your money when you when you're trading derivatives and well it, it is marketing. Um, some people will get uh, uh, curious and will start trading because they. They want to make, uh, you know, 100x, but uh, as I said, in the majority, that's not uh, the the profile that uh, uh, we we encounter. Sure. Yeah. But going back to Brazil specifically, and, and maybe even Latin more generally, you know, you've been in this job for about a year now. Deribit's obviously been around for a long time, but are, I'm just wondering if there's any kind of interesting like trend lines or data sets that you've observed in the last, you know, year or so, you know, since going back to kind of the peak of spring of 2021, that would help us kind of conclude that maybe, you know, crypto traders, either traders and institutions in the region are, are becoming a bit more sophisticated or using these types of platforms more that come, and I don't know if Deribit produces it, but the data that comes out of Deribit, at least kind of showing, you know, kind of, you know, open interest. And it can, it's, it's a really helpful kind of gauge for like, you can gauge a lot of things, yeah. not just on market sentiment, basically, you know, based on Deribit data. Um, but just wondering if there's anything, if there's anything interesting that you've, you've kind of concluded about like Brazil or LATAM specifically kind of over the, this last cycle here. Yeah, we, we specifically don't have any, any number um, specifically about Brazil. I've seen uh, just, uh, you know, a few days ago, a Gemini's report, uh, you know, they, they surveyed about 30,000 people in 20 different countries uh, and came up with some interesting data. Um, and that was about 2021, the crypto adoption. Uh, which is quite nice, uh, and he said like 41% of the response, respondents uh, first invested in crypto in 2021. Um, so, and in Brazil, this number is like over 50%. Um, that means that, and, and that's something that we do see in our platform. Um, as I was saying, uh, our platform started in 20, uh, 2016. Um, Deribit started in 2016. 
Um, and that was when I actually first heard about Bitcoin, even though um, it's an older asset class. But it has only, it's been recognized as an asset class just, uh, just a few years ago, uh, I'd say 2020. Um, and as of right now, a few um, institutional clients don't uh, really believe in that. Um, we saw uh, quite a few uh, big, uh, big players. Uh, we, we're still seeing big players uh, on the traditional market saying that Bitcoin, uh, you know, is nothing. It's it's fake money, and and um, it, it is going to take some time for it to 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 really take off on a traditional um, market. Um, and this number really impressed me. So, fifty-one percent of the of the um, people who were interviewed uh, of the sample. Um, they first invested in Bitcoin uh, and crypto in 2021. Um, that shows that we we still have so much more room to to grow. Uh, another data that really uh, caught my eye uh, was the was that the countries that well experienced a, a currency devaluation of 50% or more against the U.S. dollar uh, in the past 10 years are were more likely, five times more likely. To invest in crypto. That was really interesting. That the folks are kind of getting the joke here. So interesting. Um, folks are kind of viewing. You know, they they may not under, fully understand what this is, but it's like we gotta right. we gotta move our money somewhere because it's <laughs> just keeping it in the bank is not an option here. That's that's that was, that was interesting. Yeah, and we've been uh, we we have experienced high, uh, high uh, inflation, hyperinflation for you know it's it's been quite a few years ago, but we've we've experienced it. We as, uh, as Latin America, uh, we know what higher in, uh, hyperinflation is, and we we are seeing. We just saw CPI eight point five year over yeah, year. Yeah, we're we're gonna find out in the U.S. here pretty quickly. <laughs> unfortunately. Right, right. I, I'm not sure if you're. We're not gonna. Probably not gonna see a hyperinflation, but it, it, we might hit double digits, right? So, and for for the United States, uh, it's 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 quite high, um, and that's when people start to understand why crypto uh, is important, especially Bitcoin. Um, is so important. Good. Couldn't agree more. Going back to the institutional side, I mean, particularly in Brazil, I guess I'd be interested to hear your thoughts on this. But I've always, I've often heard it argued that you know one of the reasons that there's a lot of interest in uh, like Bitcoin derivatives, for instance, I remember at uh, there was a conference in in fall of 2017 when CME first announced that that were they were going to be offering Bitcoin futures, and this was like this was the first time Bitcoin had hit hit ten thousand dollars, and it was kind of you know we were in in the you know the 2017 bull run. And you know, one of the arguments for why this was a, a bullish thing was that it will provide institutions who may have, um, you know, they may have a lot of concerns around like custody and, and storage and things of that nature. But this is a way for them to get access to the product without actually having to worry about custody and, and, and incurring that risk. I mean, I'm just kind of thinking, you know, is in Brazil is that is that an issue that you're finding that institutions are kind of grappling with now? Is is this a case where folks might be more willing to uh, engage in trading derivatives or buying or, or or you know buying options, calls and puts, and things of that nature? Because just because it there there's it's a bit less risky on the you know you don't they don't necessarily have to worry about like custodying physical Bitcoin, for example. And it's just it's just one less piece of piece of risk that they have to be concerned about, and they have to you know rope their compliance departments into and whatnot. I don't think so. The reason is, uh, for instance, in our platform, 
if uh, if an institution wants to trade Bitcoin or Ethereum, uh, they actually have to hold the Bitcoin or the Ethereum. They do have to have to to hold the currency. So they would have to transfer the currency to the platform. But that is that that could be true with the USDC product. Uh, but still, it's 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 a stable coin. It's not a it's not the the physical um, um, real or the dollar or, or for for this specific case, uh, it's not the it's not the real. But they I know that they get some of the um, of the funds here, uh, the hedge funds here. They they get exposure to um, to ETFs. Um, so so they um, they would rather uh, buy some ETF than uh by the actual the actual coin uh it is true for some of the institutional players uh but but it's not true for all of them um which is good which which means that they are uh they're starting to to understand a little uh the the environment a little better it's a difficult topic it's a difficult topic so in the case of your of derivate the derivative platform specifically this wouldn't necessarily apply just this idea of getting kind of a synthetic exposure to the asset just because your it requires that you have physical bitcoin or ether you transfer over use as collateral but uh but, but for um, but basically for, you know, other asset ma- or other, other funds or asset managers, you know, uh, going and purchasing shares of like the hashtags, Bitcoin ETF might be preferable to, you know, buying physical Bitcoin just because they have, they don't necessarily have to worry about the custody risk and all these kind of things. So, right. Right. That's, okay. yeah, that's pretty much it. The biggest threat, uh, for us, um, as, um, as crypto, uh, in general, no, no, as Deribit, but for crypto in general. Um, I believe it's regulation, right? So the next step uh, for us and for 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 all the derivatives platform forms uh, would be a treble rule, uh, which is KYC to be implemented uh, when assets move between VESPs. Uh, and VESP is a virtual asset service provider like us. Um, and uh, you know, uh, uh, whenever an asset move uh, from 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 uh, an exchange to to a custody provider or to any another exchange, uh, whatever. Uh, whenever the asset move on chain, it needs to be paired with uh, an exchange with KYC information. Um, and that implementation hasn't been figured out yet, uh, and it's probably it probably won't be won't end with the, with the Trevor rule. Um, but in our in our opinion, there's probably more rules to come, um, and and you know, but, but that's pretty uh, that's pretty much it. So, I mean, global global regulation tends to focus on, on fiat to crypto conversion um, because it's where the the real world touches the the crypto world, uh, and that's where most of the the laundry uh, money laundry and, and uh, uh, those kind of things. Uh, can be found, um, and also the the dodgy coins, the uh, you know the the altcoins that, that are mainly rug pulls, where where retail traders lose a lot of money. Um, that's where the regulators are looking uh, closely, uh, and we don't offer any altcoin, and we don't uh, have fiat to co- uh, to to crypto conversion in our platform. So so we're in a, in a specific um different position when it comes to that but uh we've we've joined uh veriscope to to facilitate travel rule requirements uh and we review if we should uh open office in 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 dubai and or any other place 
you know, just like the other exchanges. So Dubai could be a, a good place. Uh, they're making rules as we uh, as we go. Um, so there's nothing nothing specific to derivatives yet, uh, but we know that quite a few of our competitors are going there. Um, and and it is a place where we're looking at with the um, uh, with we're looking sure, closely. Sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely a lot of energy in Dubai recently. You know, maybe to close on this kind of this, this topic of regulation. Um, I mean, Brazil, it looks like we're going to be getting uh, crypto legislation passed here in the next couple of months uh, that would basically regulate crypto businesses and exchanges operating in the country um, with a licensing regime and uh, a few other components as well. Just wondering. Deribit's sort of position on this, uh, if any, and um, you know what has how would this how would this basically affect uh, how you're operating in, in the Brazilian market at this point? Yeah, it could affect all the 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 foreign exchanges actually, right? We we actually waiting, so we're not going to do anything yet. We we are located in Panama, right? So uh, Panama doesn't require any regulation uh, at the moment, so we're sort of regulated, but um, we are. From from the Netherlands originally, um, we we still have uh, tech and dev in uh, in the Netherlands, but our platform operates um, in Panama. So uh, uh, we when it comes to Brazil, we're we're waiting to see how uh, how everything is going to to pan out, um, so that we can uh, make a, a management decision on that. Um, but but as of right now, we're just uh, we're just waiting. We do see. Uh, movement from other players like Binance um, and and some others, um, but uh, we we'd rather um, wait. Um, we we're not a huge platform like Binance. We do have a, a large volume because of the institutional players, uh, but we're not a, a huge platform like when Binance has thousands of employees. Um, so they do have to have. Uh, uh you know it's it's a huge boat uh in order for you to to make a turn on a huge boat you have to put a lot of effort uh but we're we're like a jet ski you know <laughs> we're like jet, so it's 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 quite easy to 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 turn i like that analogy yeah very kind of easy to maneuver right so I guess like kind of final question here. I mean, what would be, you know, looking ahead kind of three, six, nine months, um, you know, what are you, is there anything in the, in the, in the work that uh, our audience should, should know about like on the Deribit front, whether it's specific to Brazil or just more, your product suite more generally, and, and maybe kind of what's your, your uh, prognosis here for what's going to happen in the next couple of months in the, in the Brazil crypto scene. In the crypto scene, uh, difficult to, to, to say, uh, I would say about the the crypto in general, the the entire crypto market. Um, also difficult to say. <laughs> um, it, it's difficult to say where the market's going to go. Well, we are seeing uh, a few uh, people, uh, experienced traders, saying that uh, market could uh, could go down to to thirty k. Uh, some people saying it go it can go even lower. Um, and, and I'm talking about Bitcoin, right? Prefer not to make uh, you know predictions. Uh, when it comes to to, to derivatives, uh, you can actually make money if, if the the market is going down or up. Uh, it doesn't really make any difference. Of course, um, the market crashed to zero. Right, uh, the entire platform uh, runs because of the the, the crypto world. Uh, but yeah, when it comes to Brazil, as I was mentioning before. We're excited 
um, to be honest. So we, we see that uh, we have a lot of adoption. And, and as I mentioned before, quite a few funds are starting to, to, to look into crypto, to options. They, they are making um, some, some of them are making uh, strategies that they were making, um, they were using on a traditional market. Uh, and that's always a, a good start. Uh, what's coming for, uh, for us uh, specifically as a platform, that's something that I, I, I want to say is that, as I mentioned before, we do have uh, Bitcoin and Ethereum as an inverse product, and we will launch Solana, um, Solana Options, Futures, and Perps, uh, both inverse. Uh, and that's, as I, also as I mentioned, uh, we conduct survey very often on, on a monthly basis with, uh, with our clients. And that was something that uh, we, we saw an appetite, an institutional appetite for. And that's our next step. Also, we're going to launch Devolve Future Futures. So Devolve is basically volatility, implied volatility itself. So it's just like the VIX index. We In the United States, we have, on the traditional market, we have the VIX index, which is the volatility index, and it comes from the options market. And Deribit, we are going to have the Devolve Futures Index. And that means that the, the trader... Uh, is going to be able to to expose to the volatility without having to to make um, option strategies. Um, so yeah, it's it's a very nice product. Uh, we're very excited about it, um, and also the the combos, uh, which is multi lag op um, multi lag um, positions uh, when it comes to options. So you can buy. A uh, put and sell another put out of the money, uh, and you'd uh, you'd make two trades um, at once. So uh, that's uh, some uh, some of the the things that are that are coming um, next, um, and and uh, we're very excited about it about all of those. I believe that end of uh, end of this month, beginning of next month, we are going to start seeing some new things um and in the platform we, we've already <laughs> we've been seeing new things uh for the past uh, for the past month uh we launched uh, as i said we launched uh, um, usdc based uh, altcoin uh, perpetual almost every every day uh, last month uh but uh, right now uh we're we're looking to other other new products so yeah we're really excited about those that's great. Yeah, I just want to thank you so much for, for coming on, Henan. Really appreciate your time. It's great to learn a bit about more, more about you and more about Deribit, uh, what you're doing across Latin America. If, if folks want to find you or if they want to get in touch with you, what's the best way to, to do that? Uh, they can find me on LinkedIn. Uh, it's Renan Moraes Ramos. Uh, they can find me in there or Renan Ramos Deribit. They will be able to find me. Um, and thank you very much, uh, Aaron, for having me. Uh, it was a pleasure. Again, just uh, to, to everyone listening, um, just uh, subscribe to, to Aaron's uh, newsletter. It's a very good way to be well-informed. Even for us uh, in the crypto space, we always find some, uh, some news that we, we actually uh, didn't find. Uh, it's easier to find with, uh, with you, mate. So I uh, really appreciate your work. Really great work. Well, thank you. Appreciate the kind words. Thanks everyone for listening and we'll see you with another great guest next time.